This is the Chasing Best Podcast with Coach Josh Niblett. Chasing Best is sponsored by John Lilly of Windsor Welt and Philip Forster and his team at Gainesville Jewelry. First of all, just want to welcome you back this week. Last week and the last couple have just been awesome opportunities to not only reflect on, you know, what this podcast is about and and then why, you know, we, I guess when God put it on my heart, you know, it's been a couple of years in the making to have the opportunity to, to share some ideas, to challenge people, uh, to give people hope every day they wake up to live a life that's worthy of the calling that, that God has for us to give a better version of ourselves. And so, you know, the first week we talked about a few different points of, of being able to challenge ourselves, um, in that given better version of ourselves. And then last week, you know, having my brother Tad Diblett on, who had some great insight on, on mindset, you know, living an intentional life, talking about, it's not about the first thought, but the second thought that really matters. So today, I just, I want to kind of keep taking that to a whole nother level. I want to talk a little bit about some points of emphasis that I think are some questions or some words that you can ask yourself every day when you wake up. If I can remind you that, you know, when the alarm clock goes off, we've got five seconds to make a decision of whether we want to put our feet on the ground or whether we want to hit snooze. If we hit snooze, then we're, you know, we're wasting that nine minutes, that opportunity to to be what God's called us to be. And I know sometimes we think early in the morning that that there's not so much you could do in nine minutes, but it's crazy how at the end of the day, you wish you'd always had that nine minutes back. Um, and then once you wake up, then I think it's the importance of knowing that the first five minutes of whatever you do, you know, if it's, you know, waking up and brushing your teeth or you know, having your quiet time, your prayer time, or time to get your thoughts together, I think are highly important for you in order to be able to not be so bogged down with certain things that are on your mind. You know, when I get up in the morning, you know, I want to have my scripture time. I'm going to have my prayer time. And I think that's big for, for me. Um, everybody's different, but I've got to get my mind clear, uh, my heart full before I start the day. And I've always said that once I make my bed and I brush my teeth, you know, I, I get, you know, into the kitchen, I have a routine, you know, whether it's eat a banana with a little bit of peanut butter on it, you know, I've got a, an energy drink that, uh, that I make and, you know, I drink a cup of coffee on the way to work and I have my scripture and then I have my prayer time. And then once I get here, uh, early before everybody else gets here, then I'm going to get my workout in. I'm, I'm one of those that I like to work out in the morning. I like to, to get my run in. I like to get my lift in. Sometimes I'll lift with the players when, when they come in uh, for their normal time in the morning. I'm a morning person. Um, I'm not saying that every morning, I'm, a, you know, it's, it's, it's the easiest at getting up, but I do understand that in the morning when my alarm clock goes off, I have a responsibility and I have an accountability to myself. I have a responsibility to my family. I have a responsibility to my job. I have a responsibility to my Lord and Savior. And so when you take yourself out of it and put others into it and understand the impact that you're going to have, it, 
it makes it easier, I think, um, to to do the things that you need to do to give a better version of yourself. So in, in turn, it helps others and you're making an impact. So I, the one thing I want to talk to you about today, that's a story that I, I give and I've been giving it for a long time. I really can't remember the first time I heard somebody talk about it, but I just remember how much of an impact it made on me. And so whether it's at the first of the day, the middle of the day, or at the end of the day, I think you can try to look and see which of these three are you. You know, there's three kinds of people in this world. There's the quitter, there's the camper, and there's the climber. If you were to look and say, hey, there's a mountain, and if you were to visualize that for a moment and think at the top of that mountain is everything you've ever wanted to be, everything you've ever wanted to do, and everything that you've ever wanted to have. I want you to think about that for a second. And whether that mountain is extremely high, maybe low, maybe sort of, you know, not real high, not real low, but it's going to be kind of challenging. You know, everything in life is challenging. You know, being the person that you're called to be when you wake up every day is very challenging. Doing the things that you need to do to be successful, very challenging. And also having the things that you want to have are very challenging. There's decisions that had to be made. There's decisions that are made in your mind, but more importantly, those decisions are really made in your heart. And whoever you are as a person will dictate what you do and what you do will dictate what you have. So if all three of those things are at the top of that mountain and you're starting the day, then you have to ask yourself this question. Within those situations, within those circumstances, within those conditions, no matter what the day is, whether it's a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Saturday, Sunday, Friday, whatever it may be, whether it's the month of January or the month of May, whether it's at your job, whether it's with your family, whether it's just for you trying to make yourself better as a person, um, or whether it's having an impact on somebody else's life, really you have to ask yourself those three questions. Am I a quitter? Am I a camper? Or am I a climber? So let's kind of look at it and dive into it. So here's that mountain that you're wanting to, to climb and get there. And first of all, we're going to talk about the quitter. And most people will eliminate themselves from this one and say, I'm not a quitter. But I just want to caution you. I'm not saying anybody's a quitter. But I, there are things, certain things in life that we don't want to be a part of, whether it's because of what it may ask of us or what the result could be, what the chances are, what the challenge is. You know, do I really want to be a part of it? Um, and so there are times that we quit things before they even start. Like, it doesn't mean you have to get involved in something and then quit it to be a quitter. You know, I could be a quitter in something like if if I don't even get it started. Maybe it's something that's been in my mind, but I, I just cannot decide to say, you know what, I want to start this. And like I said, it, it really boils down to like, what is the risk of starting it? You know, what is it going to ask of me on a day-to-day basis? And what are the results that I'm going to get in the end? And the other thing a lot of people ask is, how long is it going to take to get those results? You know, like you think about working out. Um, you think about diet. Um, you think about, you know, getting some cardio in. Um, you're thinking about something like if 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 I've got to do work, um, if it's something to get a promotion, maybe it's uh, extra extra work to have attention to detail of, of certain things that I've got to be organized. You know, procrastination is one of the, the toughest things that I think we all deal with. Um, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it next week. But, 
you know, in order to be successful, I think the, the molecular part of that is time. It's consistency. You know, it's how consistent can I be on a day-to-day basis of doing the things that need to be done, but not only that, being the person that I need to be in order to have the things that I want to have in the end. So with the quitter, it's really why I kind of give you this visualization that we got these mountain climbers. In all three of these mountain climbers, there's the quitter, there's the camper, and there's the climber. Well, the quitter, he's kind of one of those, he's going to go to the store, he's going to buy the best uh, he's going to buy the best gear. He's going to buy the best shoes. He's going to buy the best chalk because there are different kinds of chalk. Um, and he's going to buy the best chalk. He's going to buy the most expensive chalk because as a quitter, if we feel like we're going to start it, we want to have the easiest way. We don't want to make it tough on ourselves. We want to be able to get to the top and have the easiest way to get there. But that's also what makes someone a quitter is even though you have all that stuff, the quitter's going to walk up to the bottom of that mountain. And instead of just keeping their eyes focused on what they've got to do, on what they've got to do to get to the top, which is means every step of the way, they're always going to look up. And they're always going to go ahead. And as they look up at the moment of impact, the moment of time for that moment to take a, take a step forward, they're going to begin to ask themselves, is this worth it? Remember we talked about chasing best. You're either chasing best, you're asking the question, is this necessary? And most people that if they quit something in life or never start it as a quitter, then they look up at the top of the mountain and they think to themselves, what is this going to ask of me? Is it really worth it? And then basically they tell themselves, you know what? It's not worth it. And so they leave the bottom of the mountain and they go back home and they go back to their day-to-day of living the life that they've always lived. And most quitters' consolation is, at least I stepped up to the mountain. Well, I'm going to caution you. I want to caution you just to wake up every day and just say, hey, I woke up today. Hey, I just went to work today. Hey, I just, you know, did this today or I did that today. Because really, the being part of who we are is really what really dictates whether we're a quitter, we're a camper, or we're a climber. Because to start something, it's got to be what's in your heart because you haven't done anything yet. So in order to take the step forward, in order to be what we're supposed to be, in order to see things that maybe we would never see from the lower level of the ground that we could see on top of that mountain, we've got to take a step. And so what I don't want you to do today is I don't want you just to live to be living. I want you to have something to show for it. I want you to make an impact on somebody because what you don't understand is, is when you decide to take a step, it affects everybody. I was talking to somebody the other day. We were talking about the difference between be, do, and have. But I said this. I said, look, that is all important, and being who you need to be is highly important. But sometimes what you do is the only connection that you have with somebody else. So sometimes what you do allows you the chance for people to get to know who you are. Let me say that again. What you do is what allows you sometimes to get to know people and then to get to know who you are. Because what you do from afar or close up may be the only thing that they ever see. So that is their perception of you. And then once that perception begins to grow, 
and get closer, then they can understand your perspective. Now, the second one is the camper. Now, the camper is a lot like the quitter. It goes, they get all the gear, but really they just get the gear that they need, the gear that they feel like that they need to, to take the step forward to climb the mountain. And when they get to the bottom of the mountain and it's time to start climbing, they're focused, they're committed, and they're locked in on what needs to be done. And really, to be honest with you, they don't even look up to the top of the mountain. They don't really look up to see how far they got to go because they've already got it in their heart that, hey, we're going to the top. We're going to the top, and really what gets them is is because there's no conditions at the bottom. There's no circumstances at the bottom. There's no burn at the bottom. There's no heavy breathing at the bottom. You're fresh. You're starting. So when they get started, they just start climbing, and they focus on every step. But as you get higher, then you know you're, you start breathing a little heavier. The air gets thinner. Your legs start getting heavier. The terrain gets different. Maybe your feet slip a little bit more. Maybe it's hard to take the next step. So as you start taking those and those circumstances change, then our vision begins to change a little bit. Because see, one thing that I always talk about to our players, whether it's our staff, my family at home is, it's the leader's responsibility to have a vision. It's those that are with the leader's responsibility to have a focus in the moment. So a leader's always going to have the vision for the future. But those that are following, those that want to be a part of what the leader's vision is, must focus on the moment to validate what the vision is. So we don't want to sacrifice what we want later on for what we have right now. So as a camper, when you're climbing and you're focused just like at the bottom, you have a vision to get to the top. You have a vision of where you want to be when it's all said and done. Now, how do you put the vision you're kind of in the back seat, in the back of your mind, and then push focus to the front? That focus of the moment, that focus of the next step, that focus of, you know, continuously, progressively moving up. Well, the problem with the camper is when you get about halfway up and all those circumstances change, all those conditions change, then you begin to stop. And when you stop, you're going to look and see how far you've come. And as you look behind you and you look down, boy, you really feel good about yourself. But the problem is with the campers, if you look down, you're going to always look up. And as they look up, they go, wow, I got a long way to go. And so their consolation is this. You know what? I think I'll just stay right here. And so they check in the mediocre in, good enough in. And when they go in there, they check in. They'll feed them dinner. They got them a nice room. You know, they'll they'll get a night's nice night rest. Then they'll get up in the morning. They'll eat breakfast and they'll sit on the couch, maybe watch a little ESPN or whatever their favorite thing is to watch. And, and you know what? And they'll notice that people are leaving, and it's really those other ones that are leaving to go continue to climb up the mountain. And they'll kind of go ahead and contemplate it, and they'll look at it, and they'll remember. You know, a lot of times. I think sometimes in life we remember the things that hurt us most and it keeps us from taking a step forward instead of focusing on the things that are going to be great in the end. Like when I wake up every morning, I'm thinking about the successes that are going to go on that day. I'm going to learn from those things that have 
that have been tough on me. I'm going to learn from those things that have hurt me. But I'm really not going to let that dictate my day-to-day. I'm not going to let that dictate every decision that I make. And I want to make sure that those things that I need to be every day, the successes that I want to be every day, the impact that I want to have every day, the perspective that I want everyone to see of me every day has got to be larger than those things that would keep me from going in that direction. And so what they do is they sit on that couch, they contemplate it. You know what they say? They say, you know what? I think I'll just stay right here. I think I'll just stay right here. And their consolation is this. I'm better than the quitter. And I'm going to caution you today. I'm going to caution you today to not compare yourself to those that quit, to those that never start, to those that don't want to begin doing the things that need to be done or those that start something and then decide not to do it. Like I, I'm not a, I'm not a guy that likes to compare myself to other people, but I do like to surround myself with people that want to do things at a high level. And I think there is some comparity there. It's not a comparity to wish I wish I had what they had, but it's a comparity to where it challenges me to make sure I'm doing things that I'm supposed to do. And there's nothing wrong with that. Now, there's two kinds of other people. There's comparators and there's competitors. Competitors are those that stay focused on what they do to do every day. They challenge themselves every day. They've got a regimen that they know where they want to try to reach and what they want to be every day. What they And who, who they are becomes what they do. What they do becomes what they have. And at the end of the day, they know what they want that to be. It's there. Like they see it. They can visualize it. They're focused on that moment. But the competitor spends his time watching the competitor. And when you're always watching the competitor, you're always going to be behind the competitor. Because the competitor always dictates the flow, dictates the pace, and dictates the perspective. So, as a camper, I want to challenge you not to be a camper. Look, if there's times in your life, and we all deal with it, I've dealt with it, I've camped before. There's been things that I haven't started in my life because I was worried about the risk, the challenge, the, the demanding of what, what it was going to demand from me on a day-to-day basis. That's why a lot of people struggle with things in life where, you know, one the things that we fear the most, and I, I heard this uh on a podcast uh, about three or four weeks ago. You know, there's three things that we fear in life. Number one is, is we fear failure. Nobody wants to fail. And a lot of people won't start something because they're afraid they're going to fail. So, like, if, if they don't push the envelope and they just decide to wake up and be the status quo, then you know what? At the end of the day, that's what we're going to be, status quo. And we need more people in this world that want to push the envelope. We need more people in this world that good enough is not good enough. We need more people in this world that have to say, hey, I'm chasing best today. It's not an option. And then you have people that the other thing that they fear is success. And you may ask yourself, well, why would someone fear success? Well, the one thing about success is, is success breeds success. Success has an expectation. You know, success is going to ask a lot of you. And most people fear the responsibility that they'll have to have as a person, as a colleague, as a boss, as a leader, maybe as a father, a husband, a mother, a wife, a friend, of what will be asked of them if they are successful. How does my life change? How much more important is 
time management. How much harder am I going to have to work to give a better version of myself? And then the last thing that I think we fear a lot of times is the fear of humiliation. You know, a lot of people get that kind of mixed up with failure or, you know, I, but I want to challenge you that, you know, one thing I've always decided in my life is I can't control what people think about me. I can't control what people say about me. I can't control what people have, like, think they know why I do what I do or, or how I do the things that I do. Um, and so a lot of people worry about humiliation. They worry about, you know, what's going to be said about me. Um, and, and that does go a little bit with failure. Uh, but, but it's a whole different, it's a whole different element. I mean, it's, it's, to me, it's, it's different because now when you're allowing others to, I guess you would say, kind of almost live your life for you. You know, if you're worried about what people think about you, there's a lot of things in life that you're never going to go, go try to get. You're not going to push the envelope. Remember one time I was talking to my players back in 2017 in a team meeting and we were having a mindset session and I said, you know what? Do you know what the destiny of a true competitor of excellence is? And they all kind of just looked at me and I think they thought, hey, he's going to give like this, this word like champion. And I said, it's to lose. And they all kind of looked at me like confused. And I said, listen, it's just simple. When you're chasing best and you're pursuing excellence a relentless pursuit of excellence which means you are pushing the envelope every day to take everything to a whole nother level there may be a time you lose because you're always pushing the envelope but that's okay because failing and being a failure are two different things if you fail that means, hey, I'm going to get back up. I'm going to learn my lesson. But you know what? I'm going to focus on what I want to be. I'm going to focus on the success. I'm not going to focus on what I failed on. But when you're a failure, it means you've quit. That means you focused on the things that you didn't do, and you let it continue to dictate your life. You could let it continue to set the pace for your life. And you know what? Even worse than that is we continue to let it be the perspective of who we want to be, who we need to be, and who we already are. So I'm going to talk to you about the last one, the climber. You know, I want to be a climber. I think everybody wants to be. There's a lot of things in life we want, but there's also a lot of things in life that we want that we're not sure if we're willing to put in the work for it, to put in the time for it, to put in the concentration for it, the focus for it, that it takes on a minute by minute, I mean, second by second, minute by minute, hour by hour, day to week to month to year basis. Because when the climber walks up to the mountain, look, he went in the store and just said, hey, give me some gear. You know, give me a carabiner, give me some rope, give me some chalk. You know, they understand that, look, it ain't going to be like the rope. Now, of course, they need equipment, but they know deep down inside, if I'm a climber, it's my will to get up that mountain. If I'm, if I'm willing and eager to climb the mountain, I'm going to have what I need at the top. I'm going to get what I deserve. And I think sometimes in life we 
we do things and sometimes we don't do them at a high level and then we think that we don't deserve what we get but look we all at some point in time in our life like i've said this before to groups that i've spoke to before i'm not saying working hard is going to let you win every time but i'll tell you this you won't win if you don't work hard and so that's what the climber does when the climber gets to the bottom of the mountain He's already known what the vision. He knows the vision before he gets to the bottom of the mountain. See, the quitter had a vision of where they wanted to be even when they left the mountain to go home and they quit. They still had a vision. That vision will always be in their mind. The problem is they can't put the action to the vision. They can't be focused enough in the moment to not let the conditions and the circumstances, all right, they, they, they can't take that, push it off to the side and not let that dictate what they're about to do and the decision that they're about to make. So now it's all about their mindset and they're in a fixed mindset. And if you talk about the camper, the camper has the vision when they first get to the mountain and they continue to think about that vision as they move up with focus, all right? They have focus with it, but they're trying to have both. You know, they're trying to let the vision drive them right in order to keep the focus and then when they get halfway up then when the conditions change circumstances change can't breathe legs get heavy people are moving up faster than me people are falling down beside me the terrain's different the rocks are different the mountain's different it's getting steeper whatever it may be then what they do is they lose their focus think about that they lose their focus before they were focused on every step they didn't care how many steps it was but then when the conditions changed then they went back to the vision look when you're in the moment you're in the middle of the day. When you wake up in the morning, you should know what you want your vision to be for that day. Then that's it. Go ahead and set the vision, which sets the perspective. Then once you start that perspective, once you go ahead and validate that vision, now it becomes about focus. It's focus in the moment. It's kind of like the difference between decision-making and choices. I think leaders make the decisions on what need to be done, the standards that need to be held, and then those that are with the leader, those that support the leader, those that want to take the vision, want to take the decisions to another level to validate those decisions, have to make great choices in the moment. Leader set the vision, make the decisions. But also think those that are with the leader, that have an opportunity to become a leader, but at that point in time, they're, they're learning from the leader. They're supporting the leader. They're within the same standard and the mission that the leader's on. It is their responsibility to have two things. It's focus and choice. Focus and choice. So when the climber starts at the bottom of the mountain, he's already set the, fo the, the vision before he got there. Now his focus is one step after the other. You know what? He's made a decision. He's made a decision before he got up there that I'm not stopping then I'm going to keep climbing until there's no more rock or unless physically I just can't do it anymore. And so as he focuses, he goes one step after another step, after another step, after another step. Conditions get tougher. It doesn't matter. He's just focused. He's focused on the process of getting to the top of the mountain. He's not focused on the product of what he's going to get when he gets there. See, in life, when you wake up every day, and you've heard people say it all the time, and I think a lot of people have exhausted the word process, but I think it's a key word is which you live your life. There's the process and there's the product. Everybody in our world that we live in today, 
the majority of people want instant gratification. I mean, when you can walk up to a machine and put a card in it and ask for money, and within 15, 10 to 15 seconds, you get the money, then why would you want anything else? When you can walk up or drive up to a sign, tell it what you want it to eat, drive 20 more feet and the food be handed to you, why would you want? You have phones, electrical devices, where you're at the, the push of a finger. Within a second, you can find out information that you want. And we live in that kind of world today to where our perspective is, is we want things now. And you know, I snap my fingers because, you know, life is short. And we've been blessed with opportunities where we wake up every day that we need to understand how important the process is. The process of living the day-to-day. When my kids were growing up, now I have an 18-year-old, I have a 21-year-old, and a 24-year-old. And it's neat how pictures come up every now and then and memories, and you're looking at when the 18-year-old was three, and, you know, I'm looking at throwing baseball with my 24-year-old when he was four years old, five years old, we learned how to catch. And, you know, you look at all those little things and, you know, following my daughter around when she was, you know, falling down and learning how to walk and all the little things that you went through as a parent and you always thought about, boy, this day is long. But you know what? The days are long, but the years are short. And it's, that is not just with kids. Look, there's certain things you're getting to do in this life right now. Now, whether you're 51 years old like me or whether you're 15 years old and you're playing high school sports or you're in the band or performing arts or whatever you're doing in life, you have been allowed and been called to that moment in your life for what you're doing. And how you focus on that, how you make the choices that support the success of that will impact those around you, will make an imprint on those around you. So the one thing about the climber is it goes up the mountain, it starts getting to that point where the camper, the difference between the climber and the camper is, is they don't even know that there are conditions or, or within their vision that they made before they got to the bottom of the mountain, they knew there was going to be conditions and circumstances they're going to have to deal with. See the camper, when he got to the bottom of the mountain, it was already still thinking about the vision a little bit and the focus. So then when they get to the middle of the mountain and the circumstances change, all right, then they haven't allocated or they had thought about the conditions may change as I get higher, higher, higher. They thought the first step, and the 2000th step was going to be the same. Well, for the, for the climber, once he gets to that point where everything changes, the greatest thing about the climber is, is one thing had not changed, and that's their focus. That's the choice that they've made to chase best. See, when you chase best, circumstances don't tell you what you're going to do. Conditions don't tell you what you want to do. What you do is, is you're going to wake up every day you're going to have a focus with a growth mindset to where you set your perspective of making sure that I understand that, you know what, there is no options. This is necessary. So as you grow and as you become a climber and you get to the top and there's no more rock to climb, then you'll become what you need to become. I think the toughest thing that I deal with in my life is making sure that when I wake up every day to when I go to bed at night, did I do everything that I could do to become 
what I was called to be. See, I've been chosen and I've been called. Now, you have to figure out, like, what have you been called to be? Like, you know, it's kind of like that vision that you have. Like, you know, I don't, I don't think you can live life looking through a telescope because I think you look too far to the future, but there should be some forward thinking. You should be having some forward thinking, but it cannot be the main thing that you think about on a day-to-day -day basis. It does have to be there at some point in time to validate the choices and the focus that you've had on a day-to-day -day basis. But you also can't live looking through the rearview mirror. Like, if you're always looking at things that go on in the past or you're always looking at things that go on in the future, there's two things. The past will always depress you and the future will always cause anxiety. But I've always said this. If you're looking through the microscope, then it's going to help you have a vision and a focus, a focus to where you're at at that point in time to be where my feet are. That's what the climber does. The climber's not going to be 20 feet ahead. The climber's going to be right there on the next step. And he hadn't thought about the 20 steps that he came to find. And never has he looked down to think how far he's come. And never has he looked up to see how far he's got to go. He's just focused within the second, within the moment of what he has to do to take the next step. But I want to tell you something else that a climber does. Well, really two more things. As the climber works up the mountain, they'll take somebody with them. They'll take somebody that may be struggling. You know, life's tough. It is. And all of us that are probably listening to this podcast, you're either, like we said last week, you're going into a battle or you're coming out of a battle. And I, I want you to know that as I, I pray for you and think about you, that understand this, that life's tough to go through. But I'm going to tell you something, it's tough to go through it by yourself. And I think when I was younger, even when I was little, and whether it was playing ball or in school or hanging out with friends, I've just always had this yearning and this conviction in my heart to help people, to serve people, to make others better. You know, I think about athletes, and, you know, one thing I always tell our best players on our team, I always go, you know, it's, it's really good to be a great player. And I'll even tell guys, you know, like, you're a really, really good player. But I'm going to challenge you. How do you take your play? How does your play affect and impact somebody else to take their play to another level? Because it's not enough just to live for you. Like, But when you wake up every day and you make a difference in somebody else's life, that like that's what the climber does. It takes them. Like, I want to take people with me. It's kind of like the 10-80-10 principle. You know, when you think of the 10-80-10 principle, there's a bottom 10% in every organization that really probably don't even need to be there or be a part of it. And that's the quitters. Then you have the 80%. Now, that 80%, I mean, let's just go ahead and be honest, that 80% could be the, the, the campers. You know, they do some really, really good things. And then they might do some really, really good things for a year, and then, then all of a sudden either they're bored with it or they won't change or they're not motivated anymore or they don't have the energy or effort to do it anymore or it hasn't become a challenge, whatever it may be. But then you got the top 10%, which are the climbers. Those are the ones that are always pushing the envelope. Those are the ones that are always chasing best. Those are the ones that are always know that there is no option. 
as they wake up every day, it could be the last day they live, so they're going to make the most of it, and it ain't about them. They're going to make others better around them and make an impact on their life. Which part of that are you? But I will tell you this, within that top 10% of that 10-80-10 principle, that top 10%, it's not just enough to be in the 10%. In every organization, we should be taking that top 10% and we should be grabbing from that 80%. Those that are campers, we got to somehow get them to understand, get the mindset, understand the action that needs to take place to become a climber. Because it's all about pulling people with you. It's all about pe taking people places they've never been before and giving them perspective that they've never seen before. Give them a focus that they've never had before, a feeling that they've never had before. And then the last thing that a climber does is when he gets to the top, becomes a conqueror. You know, life's not just about climbing one mountain. But I will tell you this, when you get to the top of that mountain, then you're able to find other mountains. Because see, until you climb the first mountain, you'll never find the second. But when you get to the top and you conquer and you claim that one, then now you begin to see things from a whole different vision. It's a lot different looking from the top of the mountain than it is from the base of the mountain. So as you wake up every day, within that first five seconds, put your feet on the floor. Thank God for another day. Within the next five minutes, do what needs to be done to get your mindset and your focus where it needs to be, not only for you, to make a difference for all those around you. And then once you've set that vision for the day, then now it's all about the focus. Once you've made that decision for the day, then it's all about the choices. Look, we all have opportunities to become what we're called to be. Now, we all have different circumstances. We all have different conditions. We all have different things that we deal with every day. But I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to challenge you today. Don't be a quitter. Don't be a climber, I mean a camper. Make sure you're a climber. Because that's what you're called to be. No person's ever been called to be a quitter. No person's ever been chosen to be a camper. But everyone, everyone has been empowered to be a climber. Look, today's one of my favorite things to talk about. And... I hope today you're able to get something out of that. I hope today that that challenges you. That's what Chasing Best is. I mean, Chasing Best is not just about me. It's not just about you, but it's about how do we make each other better every day. You know, my family is my responsibility, but each person within my family has their own accountability. Within this podcast, I want to be responsible for challenging you every day. I want to be responsible for giving you information that can change your life. I want to be responsible for changing your mindset every day to have a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset, to have you motivated every day, to be challenged every day, to grow every day, to chase best every day. But you have to be accountable to yourself also. You have to be accountable to hold yourself to those things. And you know, it's okay sometimes to deal with things in life that don't go our way because you know what? It's going to make us stronger. You know, if it's, if it's too tough for them, then it's just right for us. That's what I like my mindset to be. That's a climber's mindset. And so as you go through this week, I pray as you set your vision and as you make your decisions, once those are done, 
then you got to lock in on the focus within the moment. You got to lock in on the choices that validate those decisions. So have your best week. Have your best day. And take full responsibility for the opportunities that you'll have to be a climber. Go climb your mountain today. Go be the person that you're called to be. And do it all to make an impact on other people's life. And remember, as we chase best, we may never catch it. We may never obtain it. But we can keep chasing it. God bless you. Keep chasing best. This is the Chasing Best Podcast with Coach Josh Niblett.